Yup, we back with another episode of Cruise Control. I'm back with my fellow brother. I've known this guy since ninth grade. Um, a close brother of mine, man. Yup, yup, yup. Um, like I said, man, this is my brother, man. Uh, he goes by the name of Chef E. Um, welcome to the show, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate yes, you for sir. having me, man. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, bro. Blessed. You know, another 24, man. Hey, man. I could dig that. Um, let's start it off, bro. Who Who is Chef E? Wow. All right. So, first off, Chef E, um, just a humble kid from the DMV. Right. Great. Raised in PG County. Um, love Agreed. music. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying? Uh, love giving back to the community. But um, as far as an artist, Chef E is just real deal, uh, um, like an eclectic rapper somewhat singer who just you know what i'm saying don't mind going for you know what he believes in right and um yeah that's that's chef e man hey, how, how'd you get that name bro chef e um i mean you used to go by just ed yeah, yeah i did i did so when i first started it was like everybody called me ed right. so it was just like if they would like you know just randomly release a song wasn't taking it too serious at the time but people would just be like all right this is you know uh my boy don hendrix like, all right donnie hendrix featuring ed it's right. like that's it like mm. you know what I'm saying? we already call you that like mm. you know what I'm saying? So i was like yeah that was cool but then after a while i was thinking about it and was just like yo like we really be in the stew like cooking up on right. a regular so i was mm-hmm. like bro i'm gonna go by like i'm gonna go by chef chef e and so like the the dopeness of behind it was that my pops he was a chef in the military. Right. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying, chef side. And then my, me and my mom, we both shared the first letter of our name is E. Right. So it's just like, you know, taking, you know, something from both of my parents, but then also into like, you know, my creative self. So right. So you got it's chef like e. well thought out. Yes, sir. Yeah. Big time. It's, Big time. <laughs> okay. So let's get to um, the album, bro. Well, okay. would you call this an album? Nah. So this is actually, it's just uh, it's just another mixtape, bro. I've really been on mixtapes heavy. Right. Mm-hmm. What I before we get into to the to the mixtape, mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite mixtapes like that made you either you were writing to like the instrumentals or you know like that? I really like this mixtape. Wow. I can listen to this over and over and over again. All right, so I would say off the top, the first one would have been. Um, mm, I'm gonna go with Carter too. Carter it's two. not a mixtape. I take that back. It's an album. Carter, but it's, I, that's still just something that inspired me on music. Right. Okay, albums yeah, or mixtape, yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, um, mixtape. I would say um, outside of that one, I'm going with Section 80 by my good man Kendrick. K Dot. Yeah, okay. big influence. Um, and then um, I would probably say, oh, what was. I gotta think of this. I gotta think hard on this hey, one bro, right here. Take your time, bro. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with another one. Was probably um, what was which which? Oh man, see, I'm I'm messing hey. up because this the this the guy. Hey, but bro. which which tape was it with um with uh? That's how I knew that I was different. Oh uh oh shoot um. That wasn't um that one Crenshaw. Was that mailbox? Mailbox money? I think that was mailbox money. Was that mailbox money too? I think that was one. Hold up. Yeah. I gotta yeah. You gotta go to the Googles. Well, I got it. I got this joint right here. I just I gotta be sure that's it. But that that joint definitely mm. Yeah, mailbox money. Yeah. Back fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes, so, sir. yeah, man, those, I would probably say those were just, like, you know, some joints I could just keep on rotation. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Standing on the island, like, yo, just give me those. I'll be straight for a minute. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get into quarantine raps, bro. What's the meaning behind that? How did how did you even get started with that? Oh my goodness! Was it just the <laughs> pandemic? You was like, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Like, so legitimately, um, so it was like when the pandemic started. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had dropped Juice Tape one last year, mm-hmm. so people were just like, you know, okay, messing with the tape and everything. But then it got to the point where they were just like, they wanted to hear, you know, what I had next. Right. So it was like. I was in the stew heavy, like, on a regular, like, yo, I'm going to get Juice Tate 2 out the way. Mm. I want it to sound different, stadium status type vibes. And um, before I know it, you know, this pandemic happened. Right. So it's like everything's locked down. They close, close the studio up. Nobody's coming to the studio. So I'm mm. like, all right, cool. I got my little equipment that I used to record, you know, recorded my first tape on in college back at the crib. Right. First first day, I sit, I sit down, plug all my stuff up. I go to record. Interface blows out. Like spaz- and this is at your school, so no, this was at the crib. Okay, okay, but okay. I, I used to have it, so I used to record at the dorm at, at my school. Right, but you know, back in February, you know, well, no, it was March when they was like, yo, you know, everybody, you know, stay at the crib. Mm. It's crazy out here. So I'm like, all right, I'll just record my stuff from the crib, and you know, what I'm saying, send it over to the engineer, and interface and everything blows out. I was sick, bro. I was like, dog. I'm going stir crazy because I'm like, all right, let me get to Amazon. I've been saving, you know what I'm saying? I only spend my money trying to, you know, invest in the music and right. stuff. So go on Amazon and stuff. Look for, you know what I'm saying? I actually bought, you know, the MXL mm-hmm. mic, uh, the Focusrite little interface and stuff. I had had my new MacBook and already. So I was just like, all right, let me order up all my stuff, get everything right. Bought the uh, little Chaotica eyeball. Right. And then it was like the next phase is, okay, delivery date is like i ordered this stuff in like april and it's like okay delivery date is like late may right like, bro you sick like, mm. get out get out of here so luckily everything started coming pretty quickly but it was just like when i got it i was i was so kind of like cabin fevered up mm. it was just like yo, know, like i really want to actually put some music out and it's like i can't be in the studio with the engineer to work on juice tape too so right. just you know test something out so every day i'm waking up you know, like three o'clock in the morning, just like all right, boom, listening to different beats and stuff, check, mm. checking stuff out, writing music, writing music, and so before I know it, it's like I didn't recorded. I think the day that I got all this stuff came like April twenty second, mm. and I put the tape out on May fifth. Right. So between April twenty second and May fifth, I wrote like maybe fifteen different songs and recorded them. Fifteen. Yeah, it mixed them all up, and then it was like. On May 3rd, right. I was like, all right, I'm going to put, like, 12 songs out. I listened again. It was like, nah, 10. Mm. Was like, again, I was like, the, at, on May 5th, I was like, bruh, nine. I got nine. Right. This is going to be, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it just really was a thing that just kind of was like, let me just see what I can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? With this time and stuff. And mm. ended up coming out with something that people was real, way more receptive than I right. thought they would be, you know? Did you have anybody, like, listen to it before you put it out? That's a scary thing. I think I only had a couple of the songs listened to by my my good man Don. Right. And he listened to him and he was just like, "Bro, you going off?" And I'm mm. like, "Nah, you just saying that." Bro. Right. Like, we we homies. Mm. You just saying that. But then I'm like, "Nah, I do like I respect his like you know what I'm saying his musical ear and stuff." So I'm like, "All right, bet you know what I'm saying I'm not overthinking this because mm. if it would have just been me, 
I would have never put it out. But mm. It was just been like, nah, this is this is garbage, and I would have threw it away. Have you have you had songs like that? You was like you you had somebody to listen to, and they was like, bro, this ain't it. Oh, most definitely, mm. most definitely. And I think those those times, like I I live for those moments. Right. It's like I can't get better if I you know what I'm saying do something and everybody's just like oh fire emojis right the whole time mm. it's just like all right so it's like. I wasn't even trying on that, John. Or, like, I feel like it's garbage, and I feel like you're just saying, like, oh, okay, that's great. And then, like, walking off. It's right. like, bro, give me, like, some real feedback. So it's like, I've had times where it's like, I made a song, and it's just like, yeah, I think this is hot. Mm. And I play it, and the person, they're just sitting there, like, <laughs> like what you got going yeah. on? Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, like, you gotta, this ain't it. Right. Like, dang, like, you know. It it, it, like, it like hurts But it's just like Not in a way of like Yo they trying to like Hurt me Right 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 They just trying to make Like tell me like Yo I know you got better than mm. this so Don't do that Don't like yeah. So I've definitely had those Alright So what's your Like your favorite What's your favorite track on it On Quarantine Raps? Yeah Um Cause I have mine But I, I like I wanna know yours Um So I wanna say I got Two but mm. um, I think for like for the deeper for the for a deeper meaning, I would say that my favorite one is social distance. Right. Okay. Because so, that was like my second one. Okay. Yeah, for okay. sure. For sure. Um. But yeah, social distance, man. Um. Social distance is probably my favorite because of just the thought process I had when I was writing it, and the real deal was like um. So like my brother, um, he got you know he's married, he got a, a daughter and everything. Shout and, out, um, big bro. Yeah. Shout out, big shout out. But um. He, you know, during the pandemic and stuff, he's still having to go into work. Yeah, so like, like the rest of us. Yeah, so yeah. it's like he's got, you know, a small child and a wife. Mm. That it's like, all right, boom. Like, now he's like, he feels like, yo, I'm putting them in jeopardy. You know, every day I got to go to the crib. You mm. know what I'm saying? Could go to work, come back to the crib and stuff. So it's just like, then he they end up like, you know, leaving and staying with like her pops for the, you know, for the time being. So right. it's like, it's, it's no like problem or anything. It's just a matter of like, yo, to keep y'all safe, we going to have to do that and stuff. So. We didn't know how long this pandemic was going to go. So right. it's just like, bro, it got to a point where it's like he's only been able to see his daughter over FaceTime right. and his wife over FaceTime. Mm. It's just like, yo, this is like going on. I think it was like it went up to almost like a month, almost two months. Right. And it's just like, yo, he's like having to get to a point where it's like, all right, bro, like I'm going to have to like try to figure out, you know, hazmat suit or something right. to go see my daughter. That's, a, that's his child. Yeah. And it's yeah. like she's growing up. You mm. know what I'm saying? He's not there. So it was just like real deal like the the idea was like social distance was almost like just having like a phone call mm. you know what i'm saying like literally just like the whole time just like yo like even though you know what i'm saying we all all the distance is like yo i just love the way you talk to me you right know what I'm saying? Just mm. literally, it's a phone call and it's like i can't touch you and stuff but just stay on the phone with me type vibe. So right it was just like that was that was probably my favorite song to write on that joint. so it was safe to say like his story affected you enough to like write yeah for sure. that's crazy bro yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Like, well, to me, nowadays, you you have these songs that you hear on a regular that have absolutely no type of meaning behind them. You know what I'm saying? And to actually have like one of your close friends or brother, you know, to 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 write something like that—that's mm-hmm. something you can relate to. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, bro. Because you got to think about a lot of these so-called rappers. I'm not rapping. Yeah, this you is know, true. this is true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But let, let's talk about um, my favorite track. Okay. Um, 
hell of a day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that, bro, because that that's that's some different type of writing skill with that, bro. Okay. Like, let's. How, how did you write that? Um, I mean, I asked you this in the text message, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. I know how you wrote it, but let let's 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 get okay. let's get into it. All right, for sure. So, um, hell of a day mm-hmm. was literally a. I want to say it was a two part writing session. Right. It went from me coming up with uh, the hook at like maybe one o'clock in the morning because it's like I'm sitting up just listening to this to this beat. Right. And it's like, bro, this joint is nasty. Mm, like, who you know produced that joint? Um, it was actually, uh, ooh, I believe his, he's a tr- Trey Beats. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, it's funny because it's like I've heard people, they were just like, bro, like your beat selection is crazy. Mm. And it's like. I use like you know what I'm saying. I use this for that time to like really like you know let certain producers who want to work like, mm. listen to the style and like stuff that I select. So right, right, right. It's like all right, when we get into the studio, it's like no question and everything. Right. But um, yeah, when I was messing with that joint, I was like, bro, this this beat is nice, but it's like I don't want to like do it like a disservice. Mm. So come up with the hook, and I'm like, all right, this this sounds okay. Wake up. Cause it's like I'm thinking about it like in my sleep. Cause like, mm. I can't sleep, so I literally went. I think I went to sleep like two thirty, and woke up at five o'clock, and was like played the beat, recorded the hook, listened to it, you know, mixing it up and stuff. And then I was just like, bro, I'm gonna add this random like you know, uh, you listen to the box by Roddy Rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I was like, bro, I'm gonna add a random like hum to this joint, mm. and so like that little. Which I hear everybody do like randomly. They were like that little. Mm-hmm. That was literally just me humming, and like I cut it up, and then I like put it like right in those specific spots. And I was like, bro, this is actually bringing the song out more. Right. And by like after listening to that a couple times, it was like, all right, boom. I just started really writing, and it was like it got me to the mindset of again, like we're in a pan- we were in a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. all this lockdown going on, but I have this mindset of like, bro. I don't want to hear any negativity about anything. I know it's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world, but right. it's like everybody got choices and you really got to you got to look at every day like, yo, this is about to be a hell of a day. Like I'm about to go out here and do amazing stuff. So right. it's just like that's really the mindset that I had when I came to it. So it was like, yeah. So with, with your writing process, bro, are you like what, what do you do? When it's time to like write, when it's like you in that creative mode, are you like closed off? Are you more, you know, I got I gotta have people around me to mm-hmm. see, you know, if this is how I'm feeling. Not really how I'm feeling, but if this is tight, you know what I'm saying? It how does it sound? So what is like your your writing process like? Um honestly I think I I can have I can have multiple I don't really so one thing I don't necessarily look for is like validation on like if I'm like if my bars are like mm. hidden cuz it's like I'm just going to write what I feel right. and it's like if you can't feel what I feel then it's like I need to figure out how to relate mm. but I'm not going to sit here and be like every time it's like I'll write something and be like yo you think somebody and then somebody's like yeah you say this or no nah, you should say that it's like mm. nah, I got to write it cuz I feel it and then we'll, you know, go from there. Right. So I say a lot of times, yeah, closed off. And um, yeah, just really going going to it. God, bro. I mean, you could really tell off like 
the whole mixtape, bro. Like you really digged into your bag on this one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you really you. digged into your appreciate bag, and I don't say that about most of my friends that rap. I'd be like, hey, bro, this ain't it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I heard Target hiring, bro. Hey, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real, bro. Because you know I'm like the honest, that honest friend, bro. Yeah. I I tell you, hey, bro. I hope you ain't released this, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying, bro. You need to like do this over, or I I expect that when even when I'm doing this this show, bro, be like, hey, bro, you could have asked this a little bit better or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm telling you, face to face, bro, you really digged into this and you did your thing, bro. Appreciate you gotta that. keep going, bro. But um, what was the hardest song to record? Oh, uh. The hardest song to record would probably be, um, I would say the truth, mm-hmm. which was the intro, but I'm I might have to go and say, uh, pick it up, mm. pick it up. Why why that one? Pick it up was probably the hardest one because, so again, you know, not really like reaching out to different people mm. and like trying to figure out, you know, how, you know, this should go on this, you know, certain song. Right. It was real deal where it was like I came up with the hook, I come up with the 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 first verse and then it's like, all right, cool. And I kinda got stuck for a second. So mm. it's like I ended up going to another song, but then it was like, bro, I've been writing, you know, like two songs, like almost two songs a day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do you usually do that? You write two songs a day, usually? So, not all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it was like, I'll, I'll end up creating, create like a decent amount of music. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, um, you know, I'll start working on like visuals, mm-hmm. or, you know, go out and do some different stuff. But it's like, ever since the pandemic, I had to realize like, yo, there's a lot of people out here trying to do music. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to set myself apart, is to be able to do this like in my sleep. Right. So the only way you could do that is practice makes perfect. So right. You gotta keep practicing. So like even this like this morning, like I created like I, I literally wrote like a couple verses for some features that mm. people asked me to get on. But um yeah, like um honestly it's just uh yeah, I was I got stuck and I was just like, nah, I'm not gonna be defeated. Right. So I literally had to like think hard and it was like I come up with the second verse and it was like I recorded it. I recorded the second verse maybe like six or seven different times, right. just because it was like I feel the verse, but the way I'm delivering it is like I'm thinking too hard because it's like a, a flow I haven't tried before. Right. So then it was just like, you know what? Let me just do this. Mm. Before I knew it, it was like, yeah, all right, pick it up. I got that joint, and it was like again, just like the other songs on the tape received really, really good. So right. I mean, you could up. definitely tell, bro. You can definitely tell. But uh, what made you start rapping? Like, what what made you say, I want to do this? Mm, um, wow. Uh, that one, honestly, I think it was just off of, um, you know, going from back back of the car, mm. uh, you know, freestyle battles. Right. Just, I'll play a beat. Everybody's freestyling and stuff. Mm. It's like, we're all, everybody's equal. Mm. Backseat, freestyle. Yeah. So it's like, yo. <laughs> You're not about to borrow from anybody. Everybody's going to get their turn and stuff. But it was just like, I think after a while, it was like doing backseat freestyles to the point where it's like, people are like, not going anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, play the next beat. Hey, go again. Yeah. It's like, 
all right, you know, cool. <laughs> and then it's, you know, not only that, but trying to, like, talent shows and people that you don't know, mm. you've never met before, they're, like, coming up to you, like, yo, I, I felt that. Like, right. look you in your eyes, mm. like, yo, that's, that's the one. I'm like, yo, okay, maybe mm. I can actually do something with this. And it's like, you know, I... I didn't take it seriously when I first started. Like, I first started back when, like, the end of high school. Right. And I actually um, started with, um, like, I think my first performance, like, live performance was actually in church. <laughs> For real? You yeah. rapped in church? What, what was that about? Oh, it was about Jesus. <laughs> of course. <bro>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You, can't, you can't go in there and wild out. Yeah. Like, nah. But um, it was, like, I thought it was... um. It was a it was a challenge, but it was something cool for me because it was like where you know a lot of people they look like gospel rappers like oh I I can't I can't relate to that you right. know what I'm all these things all this different stuff but it was just like my form of gospel rap was real deal like relating like the real world like, right. yo, like there's times where you don't believe you know mm. what I'm saying so it's just like more like a question or like a conversation with like God or something just right. like, yo, like why is this this way and everything like mm. that and everything but it's like you still believe so it was like people actually were like reaching out like yo like that was actually really good you right. know what I'm saying so I think you know time go off to school and it's just like alright checking it out not too sure about it but then it's like Drop my first mixtape and people were just like, you know, it goes from right. Then it's like, all right, take some time, start up the uh, M2O Monday series. Right. People really start falling in love with those to to the point where they're looking like it's TV. Like, mm. yo, I can't wait till Monday yeah. for the next episode. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm only doing them seasonal, and they're just like, nah, keep that going. So right. it's like, I'm, you know, that's actually about to start back up, but then um got to juice tape one which dropped last uh may 31st right year. and um a lot of people tapped in so it was just like yo like my man's is in atlanta and he's just like yeah um i know you just dropped the tape and all but uh you gotta get to atlanta we need you for the show like, right absolutely so go to atlanta do the show and now people in atlanta like yeah when's your next project and stuff so mm. like, like you know it's that not buzz, ready yet, bro. it's like it's hey, that buzz yeah so yeah, man, it's just, I think definitely within, like, the last few years, I really mm. took it to where it was like, yo, I can do something with this, mm. for sure. What, uh, what rappers influence you? Mm. Uh, I mean, I, of course, Colin Kendrick. Yeah. Like, you okay. know, mm. just, you know. You can hear it. Yeah. Of course, like, off top, like, both of them, they're just, you know what I'm saying, prolific. Right. But not even just, you know what I'm saying, with the music, it's just like, what they, like, well, it's the music, but it's like what they talk about. Right. Too. And the way they carry themselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Real, like, man time. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it don't have to... I feel like a lot of dudes out here, and it's like, you know, to each his own, but a lot of rappers out here, they kind of have that mindset where it's like, yo, I'm a... You know what I'm saying? I'm out here, and I'm a hide behind, you know, this facade. Right. Or, you know, I'm hiding behind the gang, or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And it's like, bro, that's, you know, to each his own, that's not for me. Though. Right. But it's like, at the end of the day, what I say... I'm going to stand behind, and you're going to respect me as a man. Right. You know, that's 100. And so, um, Cole, Kendrick, of course, always, Nip, you know, rest in peace. Mm. Uh, Nip was... <laughs> we going to get into that. Yeah, Don't we, even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, you already know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, them just... Uh, also, I got to say, what's what's Buddy's name? Uh, Mac, Mac Miller. Mac, yeah. okay. He was, he was dope, too, man. Mm. Like, R.I.P. to him as well, man. Very... Uh, 
very uh eclectic eclectic brother right mm. there. Um, he was very versatile bro yeah you very me, versatile like, yeah mac was mac was crazy dude and then um i mean outside of them you got uh your talibs mm. wale from the city yeah you know what i'm saying wale of was course 100 who, miles and running was who like, really doesn't get enough credit he don't he really don't like, get enough credit bro i think it was uh off 100 miles and running mm. on daytona square yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah, those like I'm young, young and like oh yeah, this is this is rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like for sure, yeah, those are probably like the top people that really influenced me for sure. Yeah, man. Um, who would you who would you collaborate with? Either from mainstream or whatever you want to call it, mainstream, mm-hmm. or from the city or people we don't even know even know about yet. Who who would you collaborate with right now? Um. So in in no to in no uh, specific order, uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to to the to the good man Kendu. Mm. Tape was fire. Uh, definitely with my doing free him with bro. Yeah, mm. free him for sure. Um, let me see. I'll oh, s- we could definitely line that up. Oh yeah, yeah, we could definitely yeah, line we, that up. That's already yeah. yeah we, we gonna make that work. Mm. Um, what I was about to say outside of uh, him, I would say, um. You know, mainstream, I would definitely say, you know, Wale or Gold Link or right. even Phil Day. You know, they from the area and stuff. Big shouts out to them and what they've done. Um, I think um, if I could even do a collab with, like, uh, what's her name? Elle Varner? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know. I'm not even, anybody <laughs> that know me, anybody that know me, I'm not even going to get yeah, into that. But go ahead. She's cold. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, it's it's so many people that I wouldn't mind collabing with. Right. Of course, you know what I'm saying. Hey, shoot it out, bro. You shoot, you know uh, what the Bible say, bro. You gotta speak that into existence. Uh, let me go ahead and get that out. The yeah, way. bro. Uh, let me see. Seven Streeter. Mm. OC. Chris Brown. Right. Um. Let me see. Uh. It's buddy. Buddy's from. I think he's from Houston. He's a new dude. Um. Well, he's new to to my ears. Mm. Um. He got a song with a uh, uh, Paul Wall, just dropped not too long ago. Not familiar, oh, but man. hey, buddy, like, no, no, Bose or something like. That. Hey, buddy's tough though, but um, dark skin. Yeah, with the little fro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, bro's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just um, I would say them for sure. Uh, and Baby Rose, mm. she's cold. Yeah, Baby Rose is mm. on another level. Yeah. Like, God. <laughs> Even Rhapsody, bro. I can see that happening. Bro. I see. This is see, why you're right. You're you right. know, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for this episode, bro, because I feel like it's a lot of underrated MCs, bro. You're the last album. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, bro. Shout out to all the. It's a lot of female MCs, bro. That's oh. are killing the game. Outside of Rhapsody, Tierra Wack from Philly, bro. Yeah. Yes. She, she's inspirational. Bro. Mm. Like her pen, crazy. Bro. Yeah. Like, I can agree. I like um, what's Shorty from Detroit? Um, was it Cash Cash, Cash Dog? Dog? Yeah. Yeah. She nice. She's too. nice too, bro. Yeah. Um, but what was your journey becoming a mu- musician today, bro? What was what was that like? Mm. It was a lot of um it was a lot of uh, 
just growing and really figuring out myself. Mm-hmm. I think um, when I first started, like, trying to take it serious, you know right. what I'm saying, doing different stuff, I think I was uh, I was taking a lot of, uh, like, I had a chip on my shoulder because it was, like, people would hear my music and they'd be like, Baby Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Like, Bro, not at all. Yeah, right, right. But then it's like, at the same time, I'm looking at it like, yo, I listen to this guy, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, of course I sound like him. Right. So then it was like, I had to get to a point where it was just like, all right, I'm also in an area where they're not really looking for that too. So it's like, you know, I did, I think we, uh, me and my boy, we did a show, um, maybe it was back in 2015, Mm. like early 16, we did a, uh, we did a talent show down in um, Alabama where I went to school, Alabama State. Right. We did a talent show and it's like a... <laughs> HBCU, shout out to yeah, them. big shout out to the HBCUs, Alabama State Hornets. Um, we did a talent show for, it was like a trap, trap music talent show or something. Right. I'm not trap at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we just like, yo, we're going to get out there. Some people was like, yeah, y'all should do it. We get out there, man. And within like the first 25, 30 seconds, chose... Not even didn't even choose like a super upbeat song. It was like literally mm. like, you know, like some R and B, like listen to these words type vibe. Right. But it's like still, you know, bars in it. But it's like before we can even get to that, everybody in there, they wanna hear like some rah rah. So when mm. they hear us, they're like, Hey yo, get the <laughs> get these guys off like, the stage like right. wild out. So I'm like anybody trying to hear cold right yeah, now. Yeah, you feel me? Like, yo, get these guys out of there. So it's right. like, whoa, like first time getting booed off i'm like mm. sick like bro do i need to be rapping but right. then i'm like thinking to myself like of course i do right. like you know what i'm saying like just gonna bounce back and it's like um i think after a while it got me from a point where it was like i'm sitting here thinking about how do i fit in mm. to the point where just like yo how do i just be myself right and so it's like once i started to not really look for validation and real deal just like you know figuring out like yo I was this guy last year. How do I get better than him? Because right. that guy was on fire. So like, let's like, talk about that. What was that process like of, that, of getting out of that mindset? Like, do I need to, am I even sure if I want to rap? Mm-hmm. What, what was that like? Man, I think it, ooh, it, it really got me in a point where it was like um, a lot of my life, mm-hmm. like before I started even like taking music serious, right. I was always listening to what people were saying like, this is what you should do. Mm. But it's like not realizing like this is this person's view. Right. This is what this person's uh expectation of me mm. is. So it's like I'm listening to expectation after expectation. So it's like, all right, boom, I'm going hard in this direction. But I'm killing it in this direction. But at the same time, my heart ain't in it. Right. It's like, okay, all right, slow down. Oh, they say I should do this now. Okay. Mm. Killing it in that direction. Getting my heart not in it. You know right. what I'm saying? And then it was like after a while, it's like, yo, like. I'm not even sure if I even am, like, happy with, like, the person that, you know what I'm saying, I'm becoming. Right, right, like, right. I'm not necessarily saying that it was like I was a yes man or anything, mm-hmm. but it just got me to a point where it was like, yo, like, you're really not doing anything from the soul right now. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And so, um, yeah, like, I think, um, honestly, it got me where it was like, uh, how can I put it? Um. Yeah, just to a point where it was like um, people would have you, you know what I'm saying, say all these different things to a point where I just came to it was like, you know what, I'm almost in a depressive state. You right. know what I'm saying? Because it's like I'm I sitting here, you know, all this, you know, I'm I'm so outputting right now mm. that I have nothing left inside. So it was like, yo, let me 
take a, take some time, focus on myself. Right. And then after, you know, I came to this mindset where it was just like, yo, I can't blame anybody for places that I'm not, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, things I haven't accomplished yet. Because if I do, then it's like I also have to blame them for or, you know, go to them in order for me to get up. Right. So it was like once I started realizing, like, yo, I'm accountable for everything that I do. Right. And win, lose, or draw, mm-hmm. I need that credit. Yeah. Here you have, Sheffy. That, that's crazy, bro. Like, imagine how many people just are dying to hear that story. Is there so many people that you, you wouldn't even expect to to go through the, the, the things that they go through to get to where they are now? And, it, and there's some people that are afraid to let that, that side be vulnerable so it can help somebody else. So I commend you for that, bro. Appreciate you. Most definitely, bro. Appreciate um, what did I ask you your creative process? Mm, well, some nah. I think we were talking about the right okay. writing and everything. Yeah. Let's but talk like, about the creative process. What is that like for you personally? Personally, yeah. Um, creative process. I think this is the creative process. I feel like sometimes I'm closed off, but I think a lot of times I find um, a lot of value in just going around and being around like like-minded individuals mm. and granted it doesn't always have to be music right you know what i'm saying i think um you know what i'm saying even like just coming here like you got your thing going on it's right. like I, I get inspiration from this it's right. like you know what i'm saying you're gonna make it happen i appreciate it bro. you feel me mm. and so um i think a lot of my creative process comes from just days where it's like hey you know i ain't i ain't got nothing else going on at the time let me uh well i have something i can be doing right but let me instead of being you know locked away at my crib mm. let me just pull up to the stew right ain't i ain't got nothing to record you know what i'm saying i got you know what i'm saying i could but y'all got sessions going on i'm gonna just sit in the background right. i'm gonna just be a fly on the wall y'all ain't gonna know i'm here but i'm listening and i'm just like you know figuring out like okay wow this person tried this vibe i've never thought of anything like this you know what i'm saying it's just mm. something crazy so it's like just being able to take you know what i'm saying like the advice you know what I'm saying? Not take all advice, but like, you know what I'm saying? Be able to listen to advice and take, pull out, you know what I'm saying? What I, you know, right. what, what applies to me mm-hmm. and also just being around creative individuals. I think that's like really a big thing for my creative process. Mm. Are you, well, of course you write, but have you ever did anything off the dome and you was like, man, I really killed this? Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Let me see. So the first time, the first time I did, uh, it's this thing called the rap trade. Right. Um, first time I went to their uh to his uh studio, well his little setup that he had, mm. I was like nervous. Don't know this guy. Mm. Um, don't know how he's. You know what I'm saying. I don't know if this is like I'm going to funk flex. You right. know what it is. Like they're gonna be in here. Like yo, this guy, get out, mm. get out of here. Like you're wasting our like, time. Stop recording. Yeah, get him so, out of here. Yeah, that <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. That like so I go in there and it's just like he's playing different beats and I'm like you know I got some some freestyles like well some you know some verses throwaway verses it's like all right i could try to use out and stuff then he comes across this one beat and it's like yo what like mm. yo let me i don't know what it is but something speaking to me and let right. me just go and it was like Ate that joint up yeah <laughs> and then it's like he has six other verse like he played more mad, mad beats and i'm doing a different thing to each of them mm. but it's like when he i'm about to leave he's asking me like yo which one do you want me to post and i'm like bro honestly 
You take your pick right. and I leave. But then in my mind, I was like, bro, I should have told him to choose that one. Right. So I really messed with that. Mm. And when he sent me the file before he dropped it, he ended up choosing that one. Right. I was like, yeah, I, I, I felt like that was the one. So anyway. that was chosen. So, yeah. It was chosen, bro. That was it. And so I was like, bro, that was that was love, bro. So, yeah, man. That's crazy, bro. Um, What? What lesson has like stayed with you so far that you've learned either through life, um, within music, outside of music, uh, in church? I don't know. Even at the gas, what, what, what lesson have you learned that like really stuck with you? Patience is key, mm. but you gotta work. Mm. I think those that's one of the biggest lessons, and um. With that, I think just accountability, right. self accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, I find it. I found that a lot of times in my life, I've missed out on a lot of stuff, like countless things. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I was missing out, first thing I'm doing is like, bro, it's that person, it's right. this person that mm-hmm. I didn't get it because of this. I didn't. It's like, bro, wait a minute, how did that happen? How did you let that happen? Right. It's like, oh. That's how this works. Mm. And so it was just like, all right, boom. I'm going to be accountable for everything. There's not going to be a situation where I miss out on something because, one, I didn't work for it. And, two, because somebody else, you know, got in the way of it. It's like, nah, I'm going to make sure that if I reach out to somebody, it's like, hey, can you do this? Right. If it comes to a point where it's like I'm waiting too long, Mm. I've already, on. you know what I'm saying? Either mm. I done went to somebody else or I didn't learned how to do it myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I think that's one of the, the biggest things that came to me. It was like, yo, your work ethic got to be crazy, but you got to be accountable because ain't nobody going to want it better. Ain't nobody going to want it better than you right. for you. Mm. And ain't nobody going to put on for you more than yourself. That's fire, bro. That's a, that's a bar. That's <laughs> a bar. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what, in, what advice has someone given to you that stuck with you either from a parent grandparent your older brother your lady um people are your people are your biggest resource Mm. um i think that's probably one of the biggest um yeah definitely one of the biggest pieces of advice and i've heard it from not one person you know, I've heard it from multiple people. Like, I've heard it from my parents, heard it from my grandparents, mm. and definitely heard it from, like, either other artists or just business people. People are your biggest resource, mainly because it's like, um, you can't do everything by yourself. You right. know what I'm saying? You might be, you know what I'm saying, you're doing your podcast. Right. However, you can't reach number one without me and other people like me. Right. Because it's like, That's a fact. you know, we got to tune in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to have people come on your show. You right. know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying? However, you, however you're going to do your content, you need people mm. to help elevate you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, for me as an artist, it's like, I, I can't do what I do without, you know, people actually, whether just being receptive of it, mm. constructive criticism, right? the network, you know mm. what I'm saying? People being like, hey, I host at this little place that, you know, has like 10,000 people every time they do a concert. Right. I can get you connected to that. It's mm. like, boom, I didn't have that connect. Mm. But now this person, you know what I'm saying, that right. I know, they just plug me in. And same thing when it comes to, like, the fans. Like, I think time is, like, the, the time is the most precious commodity. Right. And it's, like, the fact of 
Like, I don't think a lot of, like, artists know how important that is. Mm. Like, I hear so many artists who I think are pretty good. Right. Talk they, about it. You know, they, they have that mindset where it's just like, bro, I, you know, I only got, like, 40, 50 people mm. listening to my, to my stuff. Right. And they're just like, bro, ain't nobody listening. It's like, bro. That, them 40, 30, 40 different people are taking the time out to, to listen. listen to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're taking the time out of their day to listen. You don't have to do that. Right. That's, the, that's time they don't get back. So mm. they're actually allotting you one of their most precious commodities. Right. Like, that's valuable. And it's like, tap into those people because it's like, yo, like, 30 or 40 people, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine if they're like, oh, you selling a tape, like, nip, mm. $100 a tape. Right. 30 or 40 people, bro. That's a lot of money, bro. You feel me? Right. So it's like, you just gotta you gotta look at everything. Like every you know everything isn't gonna be that major super you know jumbotron win. Mm-hmm. But them little wins do snack stack right. up to it. So mm-hmm. it's just like yeah, you just gotta. It's <laughs> like what Nip said, like building a brick. I mean, I said building a brick, building a uh, having a brick wall. But you gotta lay a foundation. That's it. Eventually, you'll have a brick wall. Big time. You know what I'm saying? Big time. That's crazy, bro. Um. Well, I really want to ask you this, bro, but I think I should wait. But I, I, I'm gonna ask you right now. Do, do you think lyrics matter today? Oh man. Do you like? Let's get into it, bro. So, <laughs> it's it's two sides to that. Mm. I think, I I believe lyrics will always matter. Right. Because at the day that we can't understand what people are saying mm. no more. <laughs> It's like, bro, just play instrumentals. Don't, yeah. I don't want to hear nothing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I think lyrics will always matter because um, I think people, you know, no matter how how old you are or, you know, where you're from, people like listening to stories. Mm-hmm. And so I think that a lot of artists today, you know, they don't, you know, they don't have to use lyrics. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're making tons of money. They're built, you know, on top, top 100. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think... uh. I think, you know what I'm saying, mm. for the real, right. lyrics matter. And, um, you know, to each his own, I shout out to all those, you know what I'm saying, who, you know, not using lyrics and everything. They mm. just, you know, I saw something funny the other day. There was a, uh, I, I don't even know who the artist was, but this this dude was on, uh, like, Instagram, and he was like, yo, did you hear that when dude said, man, that joke was crazy. I was like, bro, get out of here, man. Like, like. But yeah, man, I I think lyrics will always matter for sure. I believe, and this is just my personal opinion that for for rappers, you you make the the music you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. So that's going to come with either lyrics matter mm-hmm. or lyrics don't matter. That's either you going to talk about how much money you got, how how many chains you got, the whips, or you're going to talk about something a little more realer than that. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on, going on in our communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with, you know, the protests, this, this so-called president we got, whatever yeah. it may be, you right. know what I'm saying? But um, I also think it's with no lyrics, you kind of mm-hmm. timestamp what you got going mm-hmm. on. What you mean by that? Man, uh, timeless music, nine times out of ten, is either just Talk pure, you know, mm-hmm. pure, like, instrumentals, mm-hmm. like, you know, some, like, live instruments and stuff, beats or or something, or actual lyrics, something that people can understand. Mm-hmm. And I think um, 
it was crazy and it's like i i, I haven't I, I never really did tap into the guy at the time but uh you know dude little pump mm. um when um when kod came out right and cole you know what i'm saying made the last song and right it was like yo this is directed at little pump and mm. stuff but it was like where where is he at right now mm. you know what i'm saying it's like i understand you know what i'm saying you make music and it's like yeah that's what you want to listen to but I also want to be able to make something that, like, you know, tomorrow ain't promised. Right. So if I'm gone tomorrow, it, this gonna live this on. This is gonna live on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want somebody to come back and be like, "Yo, I listened to this. Mm. Like, whoa, I, I ain't got no time for this no right. more." You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm. yeah, timeless flows, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Cole, now last week we had this oh, man. so-called beef between <laughs> Cole and uh, No Name. Mm-hmm. What was your opinion, bro? But now, before, do you even want to talk about this? No, nah, we could talk about All it. Right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what was your opinion on it? Now, I have my opinion. Uh-huh. We may not have the same opinion, but what was your opinion, bro? Um, So, first off, let's go on to um, what Cole was feeling. Yeah. So, he drops Snow in the Blood. Okay. Um, And... You know, I get the, you know, my man's uh, uh, Don Henny, shout out Don Henny, M12 Music. Mm. He's a big, like, he's the diehard Cole fan. I'm, right. I'm the Kendrick side, he's mm-hmm. the Cole side. But it's like, it's all love. He sends me Snow in the Bluff like, as soon as it drops. And I'm like, all right, I'm tapping in a little bit. Mm. So I'll go up, you know what I'm saying, put my headphones on and just kind of sit down and listen. And I'm just like, whoa. Mm. Like, all right, bro. Like, you you talking, you speaking your truth. Right. And can't nobody hate on that. And... I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, like, he's real deal, in my opinion, he's just saying, like, you know, a lot of times people put, like, artists or celebrities in general, like, mm-hmm. yo, like, now that you have this this platform and that you're, you know, looked at all the time, you need to be, like, the Malcolm X and the Martin Luther King out here, mm-hmm. like, everybody ain't nip and everybody ain't pop, you right. feel me? Mm-hmm. It's like, granted, them was some, you know what I'm saying, some stand-up brothers, like, you know what I'm saying, They what they had to say was something that, you know, should be heard by the masses. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you also gotta realize you, you should never put your faith in a man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man is always susceptible to corruption, right. no matter what. So it's Always like, gonna let you down. Always. Mm. And it's like, that's just human nature. Yeah. So it's like, I think a lot of times where, you know, from from this standpoint, he kind of was looking at it in a mindset where he's like, yo, like, are you real deal, like, coming at me? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might not be calling me out by name, and it might not just be me, but it's like, are you really coming at me or like, like-minded individuals to right. really say, like, whoa, like, I don't have it together? Like, show me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this is not my lane right. like, at all. I ain't never seen this before. We ain't never he seen this never before. never even said he was this... You feel me? He, he wanted to be put on this pedestal. You feel he, me? Cole, and not to cut you off, bro, but Cole always, he always gave us his opinion or his thought of the situation. He's not saying, hey, this is my opinion and y'all should follow it because mm-hmm. I have this this, uh, this crowd behind me. You dig what I'm saying? And he, I, me personally, he, he's never, he's never even put his his opinion on a pedestal mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's where i'm coming from it but i also see where she was coming from you know what i'm saying but this is this is where i have a problem with go ahead go ahead a tweet ain't going it, it's not gonna 
solve our problem at all. You know, I I didn't expect Kendrick to tweet. Kendrick never tweets. I never expected Cole to tweet. Nope. Cole never tweets unless it's something to tweet about, like album related, whatever. Mm-hmm. The same thing with most deaf. Most deaf talks about these situations. I don't expect none of these dudes to tweet. Right. But they were out there in the field. That's it. Not really sure about most deaf, but Cole and Kendrick, they was out there in the field. Big time. You know, same thing with Crit. You know, he don't really tweet a lot, but he was out there in the field. You know, let, let's direct that tweet to people that tweet, but are not out there on the field, not on that's, the front line. That's the biggest thing. I think that, um, you know, I, I think for for the standpoint of like, you know what I'm saying? I, I respected the snow on the bluff, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I respected her viewpoint too. Yeah, I definitely respected it. But it was like, I think for the the thing that got us was, all right, I, I hear where you're coming from, Cole. I hear where you're coming from, no name. But ideally, y'all got to realize, and I mean, you know, everybody got their own opinion, but mm. y'all got fans. Right. <laughs> and y'all got fans who also don't know wh- the way to go. Right. They don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. out here. So at this point, is this even the route to take? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all adults. Y'all can talk right. about this, and y'all also know what's going on. Like, is this perfect timing? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, do not... <laughs> Do not create something like this where now people are out here like, oh, I ain't going to worry. You know what I'm saying? Let me stop worrying about, you know, what the injustices out mm-hmm. here. Let me say that we need to cancel this guy, J. Cole. Yeah. We need to cancel no name. It's like, bro, that's 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 not the topic right. right now, bro. And it's like, I think um, back when um, Michael Brown got shot mm-hmm. and, you know, I think they interviewed Cole when he was out there. And he was real deal just saying like, you know, he's like, oh, the interview was like, hey, you, do you think like, you know. How do you feel about other artists not being out here? He was just like, I don't feel no way. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, I'm out here. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's like, if they're not out here, you know what I'm saying? It might just not might not affect them. Right. You know, maybe in time it will. Mm. But it's like, I can't knock another person for, you know, not doing what I'm doing and stuff. Right. But it's just like, you know, do I wish they were out here? Absolutely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, everybody got their own process. You know right. what I'm saying? So if it, if it hits you later on, it's better late than never. Mm. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? You gonna do what you gonna do, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, it's it was a it was a weird situation, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like they're rappers, bro. Yeah, you you make a subliminal tweet or a song, whatever she did. I expected him to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you you throw you throw a stick at a dog, it's gonna bark. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's just what it is. And he was he barked in such a respectful way, yeah. which is hilarious. It was just like. <laughs> I, you know, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I'm here. You know, facts. <sighs> okay, let's get over that. <laughs> but um, let's take a second to talk about Nip, bro. Oh man, um, good man. We could talk about Nip all day, bro. All, all day. day. Um, what what about him? Oh, what was it about him that that stuck out to you? Man, I think what stuck out. So first of all, this dude was like ridiculously tall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like bro. I, you know, what I'm saying I, you know, what I'm saying one thing I, you know, wish that I could have done was actually like see him live and perform. Yeah. like you know, what I'm saying that's something I never get to do. But, um, man, like just not only his stature physically, mm. but just like 
his his presence was yeah. also like tall, like mm. you know what I'm saying, his big presence. And it's like something that resonated with me was just like, yo, this dude, he's not talking about what other people are talking about. And mm. when he does talk about it, he's still not talking about it in the same way. Mm. Like I feel like when he's talk when he like if he's speaking about money and stuff, he's speaking about it from a standpoint of like ownership. Like, Investing. yo, like mm. nobody gave me this. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I made this happen. And if I lost it all today, I can make it happen again, right. like double up. Like mm-hmm. you feel me? So it was just like that was um that was a, a figure where it's just like yo, like he's he's been on both sides of the track, right? So it's like I think a lot of times what people you know they say um if somebody tells you like say say for instance somebody comes down here and they tell you like oh don't steal or mm. don't kill or you know whatever. And it's like this person has been like goody two shoes from birth. Right. You're not listening to that. Exactly. Guy. Like, bro, you don't you ain't never been out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He never did nothing. <laughs> it's like for like Nip, it's like, bro, he has that commanding voice where it's like, bro, if you've ever done done any of these things, yo, I've done these things. Mm. I'ma tell you, you know what I'm saying? I'ma tell you what's real about it. Right. So it's like you gotta make your choice, but also know that what you put out here is gonna come back to right. you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And it was like to have somebody that like really just talks that real, mm. but still was out here like yo like everything that I say like I would die behind and right. everything that I say like mm. it's just like bro, it ain't too many people out here like that, bro. Yeah, not too many. You got like a handful, bro. Maybe two handfuls depending on who they are. You know, Nip was we could use prolific, bro, but to me, bro, he he was heaven sent, bro, because this dude would say stuff. Till to this day, bro, I, w- I was listening to, um, it's a song, I think it's A Miracle on, dang, what, what was that, um, Mailbox Money, mm-hmm. and he was just talking about some stuff about just believing in yourself, and I was just like, I and you, everybody has one of those days, he was like, man, I don't know if this gonna work, do they really understand what I'm saying? But then he was just like, bro, it don't really matter about what they say. It's how you feel when you say it, and are you really living that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody can talk about something they ain't living. Oh, all the time. But if you don't have not even that background of what you're talking about, if you're not really going through it, it don't. Hit it don't. It, it don't. It's people can tell, bro. You know, it's just. <sighs> yeah man i think that was yeah that's like some one of the the real pivotal things like um so like down as a great mm. that was like that like listening to it while he's here mm. it's like bro this is crazy right listening to it after he's gone yeah it's like even crazier yeah like let me sit down mm. you know what i'm saying because it's like again you got people you got a lot of guys out here, you know what I'm saying, and females too, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, real deal, they just in the game or, you know, whatever they're doing, entrepreneur or whatever, but they real deal had that mindset of like, I'm going to get mine. Yeah. And it's like, that's the end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they do. Right. They get theirs, but then it's like, why that person seems so bitter, mm-hmm. you know, up top, you know what I'm saying, they they didn't did everything they said they was going to do, why right. they so bitter up there. But then you start realizing what he was talking about was like, yeah, you're going to get yours. But but why you feel like you only can get yours? You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. got a whole team of people. You know what I'm saying? Like you you got people surrounded by you, 
why is it that you're the only person eating? Why not everybody? You know what I'm saying? Why right. not everybody eat? You know what I'm saying? And it's like for, for literally to like, it's like, yo, you, you know what I'm saying? Restructure your plan and make your team better. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, you can go, you can go fast by mm-hmm. yourself. You can go super fast by yourself, light speed. But if you trying to go far, mm-hmm. you got to have your people with you, bro. He also talked about time on that song when he said, who, who, who are we to waste time? Bro, if, the, if Nip don't stick out, bro, when, when, when he's talking, you just, you just listen. I mean, you just hear it. Right. You ain't listening, though. Right. You know, but it's so many songs. Like, what, what are some of your favorite Nip songs um, or albums or whatever? So... It ain't even so. What what actually? Um, I realized I just found out maybe like a couple weeks ago. Mm. First time I ever heard Perfect Timing, mm. and that came out before the album yeah. had dropped, and it didn't make the album. But it's like I heard Perfect Timing, and literally like I'm I I I, I had to sit down because right. it was like that's one where it was just like you know I've had favorites from um um Mailbox Money. Uh, you know that's um knew knew that I was different. Right. OC. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Out of the, like out of this world. Um, down is a great. You got uh um, which one is that uh, um, playing pocket my cassette loud. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That um I can't even think of the name right now, but yeah he's he's just got gems. All throughout the, you know, his whole catalog whole, was it eleven years mm-hmm. after he dropped the album, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like out of all of that, it's like, bro, he's got gems all through. But my recent favorite would had to be Perfect Timing, mm. and that's just because he said something in that song where it was like, um, he's like, and when you, he's like, and when you stop, yeah, and when you stop eating, that affect your weight, mm. but when you get hungry, that affect your brain. And I was like, that was that was something that real got that got me in the mindset where it's just like, yo, you got a lot of people out here where it's just like they say they hungry mm. for, you know, whatever it is, their goal that they, you know, set for themselves. They say they hungry for it. But it's like you can't because it's like you still got this mindset of like, oh, it's too hard. Right. Or, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. It's like, bro, eventually might be tomorrow and tomorrow ain't promised. Mm. So. Are you real deal hungry for that or not? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like just having that mindset where it's just like, yo, perfect timing might feel like you you too late. Mm. But like you still like, man, that mm. whole, the whole, it's not even a song, bro. It's like literally a, a verse from the Bible. Bro. Right. Like it's ridiculous, mm. bro. And so like, um, yeah, man, Nip was just one of those figures where it's just like everything that he said was something that like you could literally just sit back and just be like yo i don't gotta talk mm. let me just pull out a pen and you know what i'm saying just take note because right. like this is this is like the the board to success right you know what i'm saying he mm. walked that path and it's like yeah you know what i'm saying i felt like when he was you know when he was cut down back in march of last year mm. it was like i was heartbroken but at the same time I looked at, you know what I'm saying, the life that he lived. Right. And it was just like, um, 
it was almost like a, a thing where it's like you know they they say like victory lap was his first album mm. but it was almost like bro you've done so much and you've touched so many people of course there's the thing about time you all you you never have enough right you know what i'm saying the whenever you go there's gonna be so many things that you're still gonna want to do mm. the day that you go mm. so it's like i think it was like crazy how he went but i looked at him and was like bro like a lot of his job was already done. Yeah. Like he completed Thank so you. much, you mm. feel me? So it's like, I can't sit there and be like, you know, as much as I, you know, I, I would love for him to be able to still be here and be, you know, be with his kids, be with his family and everything. I still have to think about it in the mindset of like, bro, that was just perfect time. Right. You know it, what I'm saying? It just happened. It, it was, I don't want to say it's destiny, but it was, it was already written, bro. Yeah. You know, um, I think, and I don't want to talk about his death too much, but for sure. it is, his passion really motivated me to to get this show off the ground because I started, I tried to do a podcast maybe two years ago that fell through, it is what it is, but I was at home, I think a week before he passed, and I was just telling my boy Kurt and my boy Tevin, like, man, I really want to start an, an, another podcast, but I don't know how to do it. You know, I I really don't know how to, like go about it and they were just like bro do it by yourself mm. do it by yourself you really want to see it the way you see it in, in your mind do it by yourself nobody Tevin always told me you you can't expect somebody else to see your dream mm-hmm. and I always stuck when he said that bro it was just like a switch bro but like I was saying with Nip that when he passed bro it was more like a all right bro it's time bro because the real ones are are dropping bro and you gotta you gotta have something like nip his his legacy bro it it sparked flames across the world bro i'm not even talking about his death i'm talking about when he lived Mm -hmm. you know his his, Mm -hmm. just his aura bro just it lit it when you when you listen to him bro it made you want to be become something better you know what I'm saying? So his, his passion, it really sparked something to 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 manage, to 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 own to own something that I I can create. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Help other people um to get on 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 their ownership stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um But yeah, bro, I don't want to talk about that too much. No, for sure. For yeah, sure. bro. Cause that that's a real touchy subject to me. Yeah. But um Yeah. But before we get out of here, bro, I got this little this other paper over here for you. Okay. And I wanted to um over this side. We're gonna talk about this top five, bro. Your oh, top five. <laughs> so you gonna do your top five and I'm gonna do my top five, bro. It don't matter if they Artists. dead or alive. Yep. Dead or alive. Does it have rap. To be rap. Yeah, rap. Good man. Okay. So, who who's your number one? Mm. It could be from any era. From any era. Mm-hmm. You want me to start it off? I can start you, it off. Yeah, you can start it off. So, I'm going to go Red Man number one. That's crazy because I was, I'm on the other side. I'm going Method. Hey, I'm going to go Red Man number two. I'm going to go M. You think M? Yeah. Number two? I'm going to go M from... From when I grew up. Yeah. Um, mm. I'm going to go red. 
I'm gonna go M. I'm gonna and go this is Andre question number two. Andre number two. Yeah. Number three. Mm. I'm gonna go Guru from Gangstar. Okay. Mm. People listen to it. They're gonna be like, who? Who's my number three? Uh, I might have to go Mr. Nazir. Mm, Nas? That's not bad. Nah, actually, I'm a, just now I'm thinking about my, my childhood itself. Mm. M was blasting. Yeah. You can't go wrong with M. You can't, bro. People be biased, but mm-hmm. M's crazy. <laughs> Um, Marshall. Four. Uh, mm. Number four. Number four. It's gotta be. I'm. I'm gonna have to go mathematical. My guy, most. Mm. Most is pretty ridiculous, bro. Four. I don't know. I could say Big L. I could say Big L. I could say J. Big L was ridiculous. Mm. I'm gonna go with Jada Kiss for number four. Mm. I really, I mean, Jada. Nah, I, I can't take nothing from Jada Kiss, but I wasn't on him like like that. Yeah, I was. I feel that. I definitely was. Um, and then five. That's five. the hardest one, bro. Who's going to be up here with these guys? Legends of rap, man. You want to say Big Pac? You can You could do um, Scarface. You could do... Scarface was nasty, but I'm going to have to say... I was on Big a lot more than Pac, though, mm. and I'm going to go with Bruh, Big. Yeah. I'm going to go with Pac, because I was on Pac. I feel that. I'm going to go with Pac. I was, yeah, man, it's just, um, yeah, Biggie was, Biggie was on another level, Definitely, bro. Definitely, bro. I think something that got me, um, was the jump where he was like, um, it don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies mm-hmm. dressed in white. I like black Tim's and like when when I heard that, bro, that that gave me the mindset of of real deal. Like, oh, this dude's free, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really hear a lot in like anybody talking about anything in, in that manner. Like, who in their right mind would say that? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm growing up in the church. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> why would you ever say that? Yeah. But it's just like. Yo, this dude's free, and it's mm. like as I grow older and stuff, and then realizing, you know what I'm saying, like yo, like life is like full of like choices, mm. vices, all that stuff, and it's just like, bro, Big was, he was on it, bro. Mm. Rap. That's, yeah, that's true, bro. Yeah. I w- well, I really want to do top five underrated. 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 All right. Oh. Um, do top five underrated, and then I know you got somewhere to go. Then we gonna let you go, bro. It's a bet. It's a bet. Um, top five underrated. Uh, I'm gonna be biased then. Mm-hmm. Put my boy at number one, cause, jeez, bro. 
Who's that? Probably know Wale. me from the you know. Oh, Wale. Wale. Yeah. <laughs> Wale. I agree. Wale. Yeah, man. Like, and it's like not even taking nothing away from him. Mm. But it's like, you know what I'm saying, from where where he is and what he's done mm. in my mind. It's right. Like, bro, y'all really don't give bro credit. I definitely would put that as number one. Number yeah. two, uh, I'm going to say Fonte from Little Brother, bro. Mm. I'm going to put Fonte low. He's underrated, bro. So my mindset was going to be... For number two, mm. that is a good one. But I honestly want to go with another one of the brothers from our era. And that's going to be Crit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bro. You don't switch the game up. I agree. Yeah. Crit, because, yeah. Crit gave yeah. us magic for years, bro. I'm going to put Crit in number three, bro. That's true. And, like, people just now, like, this past year was like, oh, this guy's mm. kind of nice. It's like, bro, <laughs> you ain't heard nothing. <laughs> Number four, I'm going to put Solo. I have Solo. I'm going to put Ab Solo, bro. <laughs> I'm going to put Ab Solo, bro. I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you on soul. that. I'm with you on that. He's my he's my number three, though. Yeah. Let me think. For number five. Mm. Let me see who's my number four though. Who was underrated? Um, can I give it? So, b- before I say this, because mm. this actually might not be my number four, if if you have a different viewpoint, currency. Yes, very underrated. I just thought that like, I was like maybe he was like, nah. Then again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Currency's an MC, giving, bro. I'm giving it yes. to currency, bro. I could put even put Roddy. Not young. I'm talking about young Roddy, thirty yeah, first. You're, yeah, you're taking it back. Yeah, <laughs> I can even put him on there. Um, for my number five, my man Spitter is number four. I'm gonna put two for number five. Who? I'm gonna put um. <sighs> I'm gonna put Rhapsody. Oh God. Yeah. I'm going to put Rhapsody. Then. That. God. I'm gonna, then I'm going to put Royce. Royce the 5'9". All right. So, I, I, I mean, that's you. I think Royce is nice. But Royce, it's been a few times where it's like. Like, I feel like for the type of MC that I, I expect mm-hmm. out of him, I've had a lot of times where it's like, bro, Royce will come and he'll do, like, a freestyle. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, bro, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But then it's like I hear a project and it's like, oh, I heard this from right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I want to hear them, them freestyles. Mm-hmm. But Royce has, yeah, he does have that. That he, has, he, has, he, he didn't make my top five, but he's definitely underrated. I get that. Definitely underrated, bro. Definitely underrated. Yeah, for sure. And my guy from the roots. I'm not even going. I don't even gotta say his name. I'm just. Hey, he's underrated. He's underrated, bro. You get, come on, come on, bro. Come on. You know he's underrated. 
You know he Give me your explanation. Bro, he he's like you know what? We just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna leave it at that, bro. I'm I not even gonna get into it. I I'm can't knock you. He's yes, he is. I'm not even gonna, I don't even have to say his name, bro. Mm. That's facts. He's in he he's in your favorite rapper's top five. That is facts. That is no no cap no cap on that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's where I'm leaving it, bro. Now, before you get out of here, bro, where can the people find you? Oh, man, for sure. Hey, first off, I mess with this. <laughs> I mess with that big time. Top five is, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but, yeah, man, um, this, this is Chef E. You can find me on um, Instagram at chefe.m2o. That's chefe.m2o. That's the letter O, not a zero. Um, you can find me on YouTube. At musical fluid, mm. or you can find me at Sheffy. But for the for the M two O page, it's musical fluid. Mm. Um, that's on YouTube. You can find me on SoundCloud. I say SoundCloud. <laughs> find me on SoundCloud at Chef E, and um, also all the uh, streaming services: Apple Music, Title, Spotify, um, whatever you use. Mm. You can find me Chef E on there, and then um, even Twitter. No sir, no that, Twitter, no Twitter, man. It's too much for you. Too much, for yeah, me, bro. I, 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 I don't I've been noticing, you, bro, and I haven't been on Twitter in years, mm. years, and I'm like happy about that because it's like it's certain things where it's like I'm pretty good at like you know what I'm saying like not chiming in on certain things, mm. but it's like I feel like I got out at a great time mm. and like haven't looked back because it's like man, so many things that people say on Twitter. Like once you like you know get that point where it's like oh you won that right people go be like cool he well he wasn't on ten years ago let's right. see what he was talking about mm-hmm. and then you, you say something that it might not even been malicious or anything now they coming out like yeah you gonna need to put a formal apology right <laughs> or you getting canceled how they did boss? Kevin Hart man yeah, how they did Kevin Hart I'm like bro this is back in 2010 you who is going down like, this man but timeline it was, was on him yeah, like bro. bro you're not hosting the Oscars <laughs> my boy. If you don't have, like, yo, you uh, to buy by tonight, you right. need that apology. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, bye. Right. <laughs> it's all good though, bro. I appreciate you coming on, oh, family. Definitely, bro. Definitely, love, man. Bro. Always love, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate but, you for having the platform. Hey, bro. man. You know I'm trying. I'm trying out here. Hey, bro. Trying to do you something. ain't trying, but you doing. Hey, bro. I appreciate That's the you, biggest brother. thing, bro. All Cruise love, control, bro. man. All love, but like I say each and every week, y'all speak y'all truth. This is Cruise Control Podcast. Back.